0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Per Beautiful podcast. Six weeks after we got married, my husband walked in, and I said to him, our marriage is a failure. And he said, well, I don't agree, and then kept walking and went to the bedroom to change out of his professional clothes and into his casual clothes. And okay, in my defense, I was on the pill, and that did make me crazy. But What was so precious is after that abrupt beginning, he did follow up later with, okay, so why, why do you think our marriage is a failure? And I was so wanting to be a good spouse, so wanting to do everything right. So I was reading all of the Christian books about how to be a good wife. And the one that I had read that day was talking about how, at least for this couple, they had found that quarterly getaways, to spend a weekend reconnecting, envisioning what they wanted their life to look like, were valuable times, and they recommended that to everyone, and so in my mind, it was like, well, if we're not doing that, then clearly we are practically in sin, and my husband was just like, no, throw the book away, that is not going to happen for us, and that is not the definition of a good marriage anyway. And I mean, at this point, from the distance of 21 years, I can look back and say, yeah, what was I thinking? I mean, what? So all of the people around the world who don't have places where they can go to a nice resort for a weekend are doomed to have failed marriages because they don't have their quarterly vacation? I mean, this is a very bizarre idea that this particular couple was even promoting in their book. But anyway, maybe they sold weekend retreats. It could be. In any case, the the point of this very personal and embarrassing story is that it's easy for people to put shame and guilt on you if you don't do things the way that they are wanting you to. And I see this at times in church or in different productivity spheres. I have one um, kind of virtual coach that I think is really awesome And his thing is, I get up at 4 a.m. because that gives me ample opportunity to work really hard and I have several hours of focused productivity before everybody gets up. And if you can get in two or three hours at the beginning of the day, that's actually more like five or six hours in the middle of the day. And all of that is very true. On the other hand, I can fully acknowledge that there have been vast swaths of my adult life where... If I would get up at 5 a.m., all of my children would get up at 5 a.m. too. And so then, rather than having any kind of blessed productivity time, instead, it would be like, now we're all just tired and cranky together. Hooray for us. Hashtag winning. Not. So anyway, The, <laughs> I think what I really am wanting to speak over you and speak over my life as well is that what the Lord does is offer us freedom. It is for freedom that Christ came to set us free. I think that's Galatians 5.1. But anyway, so Lord, I thank you that you are a God of freedom and that you, uh, throughout your word, yes, there were different times and different seasons where you had laws that you asked your people to follow. And we recognize that there are certain things that are standard and true throughout time. But Lord, we also recognize that in matters of our personal lives, in the way that we set up the order of our day, that those can shift with the season and the culture that we're in. And so Lord, I'm asking that you would make us attentive to the season and the culture that we're in, that we would be attentive to what it is that you're speaking over us, that if we're in a season where we can just have a little bit of alone time in the evenings and then wake up with our children the next morning, that that's fine. Or if we're in a season where you're inviting us to get up early with you and create and have fun and then go to bed a little bit earlier in the evening, that that also is beautiful, that there isn't one specific way that all people should be living at all times. And so, Lord... I pray for marriages, that they would be strengthened and renewed, that you would give specific guidance. I pray for time usage, that you would give us wisdom not to be um, roped into the various drains on our time that we might find in this modern age. I pray, Lord, for the energy vampires that would come and seek to have us live in fear or turmoil, and that instead we would live in hope, and eager expectation. I thank you, Jesus, that you are on the throne and that your name is exalted. We give you praise. Amen.